So where was I? Oh yeah. So Phil's left the band and Tony and Mike are trying out new singers. The record's coming along as they between them compose the music but the lack of a singer means that there are no lyrics for any of the songs. Time's running out as any possible deadline seems further away the longer they spend trying to find the right singer for the sound they're creating. Then in steps Ray Wilson. Can I just interrupt? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> uh, Gary never bothered asking. Sir, I need to take your order. We've got cars backing up out onto the road. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I got carried away. Um, veggie burger and fries with a Coke to go. Thank God. Drive to the next window, please. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I have to get Gary back. There's something I thought I'd say. Uh, hi, I ordered... We know. Here's your food. Now, just get lost. But I haven't paid. Yes, we know. Just go. I swear, people are getting younger these days. Bah! I'm too tense to eat now. Drive round to Professor Characters. See if he's having any luck. You have arrived at exactly the right moment. Have you done it? Created a portal to hell? Well, based on your observations, I have deduced that the portal was created by the agitation of electrons that, pushing against each other, created a momentary gap in the fabric of space-time through which a vortex could be punched. Y yeah, whatever, nerd. That's obvious to anyone. But what have you done about it? Well, follow me into the lab. You gave me considerable funds to conduct my research. Morality insists I must ask where you got this amount of cash. I understand that you had no insurance on the pub before it burned down. It was an act of God, so I'm trying to sue him for the damage. But he's a bugger to get on the phone. Anyway, in the meantime, I raided the Buy Me A Coffee funds. The what now? Buy Me A Coffee. Our listeners visit the website buymeacoffee.com, search for the Revelation Station and then donate the price of a coffee, about $3, to the running of the show. Ah, I see. Crowdfunding, yes. I've heard of this. So, what was that website again? Buymeacoffee.com. And all the money goes to you? I didn't know. To the running of the podcast. Ah, of course, of course. Say no more. Anyway, I've used all the money that you earned from buy me a coffee. I hope the people who donated don't find out I'm just wasting it trying to get Gary back. <laughs> yes, you must miss him. Well, miss is such a strong word. Of course. Anyway, here we are. I call it Reggie. Oh, and what does that stand for? Uh, uh, reactive, uh, environmental, uh, geogravitational insertion engine. <laughs> no, nothing. I just thought it needed a name. Well, is it ready to try? I was just about to turn it on when you knocked. Shall we give it a go? <laughs> Why not? I've only got a cold veggie burger and a night in my car to look forward to anyway. <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. Is it supposed to be doing that? Hang on. Where's my hammer? Pulling us towards it. Should it be doing that? 
Grab onto something! I am grabbing something! Not me, you idiot! What sort of professor are you? I have had about enough of you! Yeah. Oh well, I was going through anyway. Geronimo! This, this is preposterous. It defies all science. I, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here! Not yet, anyway. No! No! I have to get out of here! I have to get away! Come back! You can't run out of hell! Only Meatloaf has successfully achieved that! Hey you! What are you doing out yourself? Who? Me? Well I'm not talking to Elvis, am I? He's still in it. Yeah, I am there. You're corporeal! How did you get in here? And someone left the door open again. I'm looking for someone. Looking for someone? Dirty man, you're looking like a sinner. I know you well. Who are you calling dirty Leatherface? How well? All right. Who are you looking for? Someone like me. Ah, an idiot. Funny. No, corporeal. You'll need to narrow it down. Over the millennia, Azazio's door has tempted many into this plane of torment. Uh, well, this one arrived quite recently. Huh? Yeah, I know the one you mean. Rude, opinionated, angry, always interrupting. Yeah, that's him. Can you take me to him? <laughs> For that, I will require payment, Portal. Payment? I mean, I've not brought my wallet. Money's no good here. I require your immortal soul. <laughs> Sorry, pal. That's already spoken. Oh, okay. Where else you got? Um... 20p in coppers and half a veggie burger. A veggie burger? Well, why didn't you say? Souls? We got nothing but souls down here, but veggie burgers. Give me here. Wait, you're a vegetarian? Just because I look like it, people always assume I'm a carnivore. I might have a job tormenting your immortal soul for all eternity, but I don't eat anything with a face. <laughs> well, anyway, you can have it when you take me to it. Fine. Be down there. Right past the pit of British Conservative Prime Ministers. Left at the pit of climate change naysayers. Straight on past the pit of Irving songwriters. Can't miss the last one. All the way and get out too. I ain't walking, pal. You want this burger, you better fly me there. Jesus, when did humans stop bearing the demon hordes of hell? It was when we realised that things on Earth were worse than anything hell. Wow, that's an eye-opener. You must miss this guy off. Why does everyone ask that? Is tolerate not in anyone's vocabulary? Almost there. And here we are. Brace yourself. You might not like what's behind this door. Why? What, what's behind it? Your friend. Funny man. <laughs> sure he is. Gary? Simon? Is, is that you? No, it's Dante Alighieri. Who were you expecting? The A-Team? Wow! Nice gaff you have here. All the mod cons. You've done pretty well for yourself down here. You think so? Yeah! Check it out! Beer free! Ooh, alcohol free. Horror. Yep. Still, you've got a banging stereo there to keep you entertained. You'd think, but they've only given me two CDs. Ooh, so I see. Best of Mike and the Mechanics and Tales from Topographic Oceans. Oh, it gets worse. I have a massive TV that can only receive UK Channel 5, a 
selection of jigsaw puzzles, all with one missing piece, and the board game of Cluedo. Yeah, that doesn't sound so bad. No, but the only person I've got to play it with is the woman across the corridor, and that's Agatha Christie, and she always wins. And it was never a character who was in the game to begin with. Oh my word, they've gone to town on you, haven't they? Yeah, and twice a week, two demonesses come into my room, strap me to the bed and whip me. Oh no! Actually, I don't mind that bit. <laughs> Figures. But I see you've let you have a pet dog. Not very well trained, though. He's left a steaming pile in the corner over there. What pet dog? And that's another thing. There's no toilets here. Anyway, never mind that. I assume you're here to rescue me. Have you got a plan for getting us out of here? I absolutely have a plan. Unfortunately, it rather depended on the professor staying on the other side of the portly open. But don't worry, I'm sure something else will come to mind. In the meantime, I thought we could do a podcast. I brought a mic and something to record it on. No can do, pal. You've seen the CDs they've given me. Not a problem. I brought you the second archive on my iPod to listen to while I set things up. So pop these earbuds in and we can get started. <laughs> Behind me, I thought we were good at torture. Oh, you have no idea. When he died... Do you think you might like a job? Oh, come on, even you guys aren't that cruel. Maybe you're right. We might be demons, but we don't go that far. Well, we can't do the podcast here, what with the girl from Eponema playing almost constantly. It's driving me mad. If only there was some way of turning this off. Of course you can turn the music off. It's this switch here. What? All this time I could have turned it off? Why didn't you tell me? It's been driving me mad. <laughs> well, this is hell. I swear to God, I'm gonna... Ah, we don't say that word down here. I'll tell you what, I'll turn the music off. You do whatever it is you do. Just do it quietly and over there in the corner. <whistles> oh, that is... Oh, oh that is so much better. Right then, Sam. Shall we sit down? Where shall we start? So this is the archive. Yay! Number two. We did the old archive, the we first did. one. That we was did. quite good. Had the lamb live, had quite a lot of... It had some very interesting tracks. Some good live tracks and some old B-sides and things. Definitely. Really good. Yep, yep. I enjoyed it. That one was four CDs, this is three CDs. Only three this time. Well, yes, only three this time. Which is a bit odd, really, when you think about it. I'm sure they had enough stuff to fill another CD. It's not that odd when you look at what's on it. Although there are some good stuff on here, and we'll come to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it, I think, was scraping the bottom. I think the main problem with this archive, compared to the other one, is that there's no complete performance on this. The first archive had that whole performance of The Lamb on the first two CDs. This has got live tracks, but none of them are from the same they're from show. All, they're not from one show. They're from all, it's over, all, the over, place. all over the place. Literally all over the world. Yeah, literally all over the Shall place. we just mention at this point this archive is, what, 76 to 92? Released in November of 2000? Yep, it got to number 103 in really? the UK charts. Wow, I suppose that's not too bad for a sort of compilation. Yeah, for most of the things that, you know, most Genesis fans will have all of the B-sides already because you've bought singles. It's just the live tracks. Most of the live tracks were unreleased, so yeah. that's and, the only thing you'd bought it for. And I suppose at the time, Genesis were pretty much just spent a force. Yeah, I mean, this is really the first stroke of the whitewashing out of Ray Wilson because it was released after Calling All Stations, released after they put the band on hiatus. Remind me again, when was Calling All Stations? It was 96 that was released, but the band actually ended up splitting up in 98. Yeah, so, so it's only so it's two years later. But a four-year gap between four being released previously. Yeah. So a lot of people have forgotten about Genesis at this point. Exactly. But, I mean, like I say, this is whitewashing out Ray Wilson. There were eight 
tracks that they released for the Cornwall Station's B-sides that never been released anywhere else until a later box set. That could have easily been on here. Yeah. They've just completely ignored it. You know, they're never going to play any of the Ray Wilson live tracks mm. again. It's not going to even get a mention which when is, they reform. Which is kind of a surprise, because as we said last time, although it was a mostly a terrible album, mm. there were some good tracks on it. There were some good tracks on it. And it's a part of Genesis's history. Yeah. Good or it not. It just is. I good mean, all not. these people who argue, is it a Genesis album? Does it say Genesis on the album cover? Yeah, I mean, you can't, I you can't say that they've not put bad tracks on here because there's some stuff on here from Spot the Pigeon. Yeah, exactly. There's some awful tracks on there. And 3x3, three three, yeah. uh, which are not Genesis at their best. But yeah, but they're just completely ignoring Ray Wilson at this point and they're kind of whitewashing him out of Genesis history, which I think he's wrong mm. because they made the choice to do that album. So why did you buy this? Because you bought this, this, you've got it in front of you, yeah, a very did. nice I little did. collection set. Yeah. What made you buy this, considering you almost you had most of these tracks anyway? Hmm. There were some B-sides, some demos of work in progress, yeah. a lot of live tracks, but very little to draw you, as in tracks you hadn't heard before. So, I didn't buy this at first. Okay. Um, I've only bought this in the last two years since we started doing this podcast. I had all the tracks, like you say, I had all the B-side tracks already, so I didn't need it. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's very little on here that hasn't been, yeah. or isn't available. Somewhere. Yeah. So I actually bought it within the last two years specifically because I knew I wanted to do this episode about it. Now I'm going to correct myself a little bit there because there's not much stuff that hasn't been released. But some of the live tracks haven't been released at all. Yeah, all the live tracks are pretty much exclusive for this. Yeah. Uh, like I say, most of the live tracks unreleased. Uh, a few of them ended up on B-side but majority of them never been released before. So if we go through this as in looking at each Yes, we've got the first disc yep. which is... Uh, B-sides and... And A remix. Uh, yeah. 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 And some other stuff that's just taken from some more obscure things like 3 by 3 and yep. the Pigeon, which may be harder for you to find. Disc 2... That's all live tracks. All live tracks. Yep. And disc 3 is a mix of live tracks, B-sides. 12 inches, yeah. B-sides, and what they're called work in progress. We would call them. Yeah. See, uh, that, this is another reason why I didn't buy this box set when it first came out. Yeah, there's nothing to draw you, it, It's not arranged particularly well. No. The first box set, brilliant. First two CDs, The Lamb, and then it went back in time on the other CD, other two CDs to end up at 1969 with a demo. Yeah. And that made perfect sense. It was a bit of an odd way to do it, but it made sense. You're going back through the catalogue. This is just willy-nilly. Yeah. It's haphazard. There's no order to any of this. As we said on, on one of the previous podcasts, why didn't they just release the live tracks as from one concert? So you've got, a, again, an air of what they are like live. Yeah. It was the Seconds Out and Three Sides Live albums that we were reviewing. And we said at the time, why didn't they release this as one concert? Mm. So you could get a flavour of what they're like live, yeah. rather than the chopping and the changing from different venues. While these are all good tracks and very well recorded, mm. and they sound great, it still doesn't give you... a a sense of what Genesis are like live as in listen to a whole concert. Yeah, exactly. It seems really odd that they've not ever really done that. The closest they came was the Live Over Europe in 2007, um, which is the track list as the concert was played, but but was from different venues. And that's fine. But, yeah, I mean, this, for me, this isn't structured very well. It's too haphazard. Things are just in seemingly random yeah, they, orders. Yeah, basically dropped them in. Yeah. With you, I'm, I'm, I understand exactly what mm. you're saying. With a lot of live albums, it, it's the set that yeah. they do, but they'll chop and change yeah. in different venues to get the best sound. Exactly. That's fine, and I, I appreciate when bands do that because you get the best recording available. Yeah. But you do get a sense of the live venue. But with this one, with the chopping and changing, 
I would have taken the gig from July the 4th, 1987 in Wembley that was broadcast by the BBC Live. They've got perfect master copies of it, perfect tape copy of it. That could have been CD 1 and 2. B-sides then on disc 4 and then the live tracks they've released here on disc 3. Yeah, just thrown in. A nice nice four disc box set yeah, in a similar least, style. At least but you've you got a whole concert. Yeah, yeah, that would have been great. I yeah. would have really loved that. Yeah, exactly. But so why haven't they done that? I don't know. Maybe, I, I assume the BBC don't write them. Well, a, a couple show. of the tracks from this box set are from that. So, so yeah, so that's that's my real problem with this box set is that it's not particularly well put together. It's a bit haphazard. It's like an afterthought. They've done the brilliant box set first archive. Everybody's loved that. It's brilliant. And they've gone, oh, we should do another one of those. What shall we do? And they've just gone, we've got these tracks. All right, just stick them out. We've not really that, thought about it. That is the opinion you get when you listen to this. Certainly when you look at the track list. Yeah. Um, when we said we were doing this, mm. and I started listening to this just before Christmas, because mm. I haven't heard this before, and I started listening to it before this part, I have to admit, it was a bit like Christmas turkey. Having done Genesis now for two years, mm. I started listening to this and I thought, oh God, I can't listen to any more Genesis. <laughs> Purely because it was, because it was, I don't know how to describe this. It was just like I'd eaten too much Genesis. <laughs> yeah. and I literally couldn't digest you, any more Genesis. You gorged too much on Genesis. It was, it was, it was a hard struggle listening mm. to this. And I, I don't know if that's soured my perspective on some of the track. So you'll have to take that with a pinch of Turkey, as, as I review the, but uh, it was a struggle. I mm. think I've heard too much Genesis. And a fitting venue for your struggle is this hellscape. Yeah, I feel like I have been in hell already before I even got here. Maybe I'm part of your punishment. You know, I've always thought you were part of my punishment for something. I just couldn't figure out what I possibly have done that deserved it. Really can. Anyway, right, so if we look, start looking at this album now. Yeah. We've got to disc one. Yep. Start off with that. Let's go for it. So first track on disc one is a uh, B-side from the We Can't Dance sessions. It's called On The Shoreline. I really like that track. I, I think that's... I mentioned when we did the We Can't Dance podcast that I think that should have been the first track of the album. Really? Yeah. Now, what I did love about this, and I mean really love, mm. was the intro. Mm. All the callbacks to, ver- to past albums yep. and styles. I really love that. Yeah, and you had the Elephantus sound in the background from yeah, No Son of Mine. There was, there was even a bit of Duke mixed in there. Yep. It was, I loved the intro. I thought, this track is going to be awesome. Mm. Wasn't. What? It's great. Yeah, it's, it's a really good track. 
It's a good track, but it's not great. Mm. That intro deserves a fantastic track to follow. Yeah. Yeah, and I just didn't think it lived up to it. It was good, and it was listenable. Mm. But my finger was itching over the fast-forward button a little bit. Uh, see, I, I would definitely have put this on We Can't Dance over some of the other tracks on We Can't Dance. I agree with you there entirely. Yeah. And I think it would have made a great opener to the album. And then follow it off with No Son of Mine. Brilliant. It's almost like an overture for the album. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an overture for previous albums. Mm. There's so much in there when you listen to it that you go, oh, that sounds like, and that sounds yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. And some of the guitaring sounds just like, and yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. Great, but I great say, performance from I film. liked it, but I didn't think it was as great as the intro led me to believe it was going to be. I disagree. I think it was a great track. I think it's by far the best track on this CD. Well, you're wrong. No, am I now? Oh, yes, sure. Well, and let's be shit, let's be fair here. This is not the first time you've been wrong. No, it's n- it is the first time I've been wrong, if indeed I am wrong, which Never, I'm not. Ever, ever let me have it, do you? But you are wrong. Anyway, shall we move on to the next track? To the second track, Hearts on Fire. Poppy reggae. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get any worse than that, does it? Not Nothing really. worse than poppy Not really. reggae. Um, I, mean, I hated this track. Did you? I, mean, I thought it was ghastly. I think it was okay, but it wasn't any better than a B-side. It was... See, the thing is, this is the art comic. Mm. This should be rare gems. This yeah, is not a well, gem, but in anybody's book. No, well, no, probably not. I mean, I, I, I don't mind this track. I don't skip it, but it's, it is a B-side. Yeah, it, it's a B. It's an obvious B side. Um, it was the B side to uh, Jesus He Knows Me, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which is weird because Jesus He Knows Me knows me is quite a, a poppy, yeah. upbeat sort of tune. Mm. This isn't really. It doesn't really vibe with that. No, A side. It kind of. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, You'd it's, expect more of the same on the B side. Yeah, but like this say, is definitely not more. Of the all same. I can say is it. It's it's all right. That's the best I can say about it. Ghastly is the best I can say. It, it's okay. It's not brilliant. But that's it. That literally is all I can say about it. Yeah, sticking with Ghastly. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. But, I mean, it does sound a bit like a Phil Collins B-side as well, really. More than a Genesis little, track. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it doesn't sound like a, a Phil Collins A-side or a, a Phil Collins album track. No, to be but, fair, quite a lot of the B-sides on this more or think a little bit of Phil Collins. Hmm. Just because some of them are slower and more... I hate to use the word melodic because that's stupid. Yeah. But you know what I mean. They're yeah. more Phil Collins sounding mm. than Genesis sound. Yeah, I mean, I could imagine this being on that soundtrack to Buster or something that Phil Collins had done yeah. that wasn't meant to be a proper album. Yeah, but or a proper song. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind it, but Gasly, I'd, I'd take it or leave it. Gasly, please, please remove <laughs> this from my memory. Yeah, fair enough. Next one, track ne- three. The next one is You Might Recall, which is then followed by Paper Late, but they aren't any different to the versions no, that we've already reviewed. No, they're just lifted from 3x3. Three three. Yeah, so that's that's fine. The thing I find interesting on this is they've put Paper Late and You Might Recall, but they're not put me and Virgil on here. 
No, so you still got to find three by three to really exactly. appreciate it. If appreciate is the word. Yeah. Uh, so it's um, not really a complete archive. No. <laughs> it's you know it's missing a track. Fair enough. To be fair, it's not a very good track, no. and the band hate it, and Phil yeah. in particular hates that track. Definitely. But if you be who are you making this archive for if you're not making it for the fans? Here's a good question. Mm. When they were putting this archive together, considering yeah. that Phil had left a while ago, mm. do you think he was consulted on what went into this? I think he was, yeah. I think the three of them worked together on deciding what's going on. explains why that track's missing. Yeah, mm. yeah, I would say so. But then again, if it was left to me, I wouldn't have put either of these tracks on. Any. I know you like Paper Lane. I do like Paper Lane. I quite like you might recall. I don't love it, but yeah, it's all right. But for, that, for our review of those two tracks, Refer to our previous podcast. Three by, yeah, refer to the 3x3 three three EP yeah. podcast, I think. Yeah. Um, that's followed by a track, Evidence of Autumn. Which was the B-side to Misunderstanding. It was. Ooh. It's quite a dull intro, mm. followed by a very dull track. Mm. But the only good thing I can say about this is it vaguely reminds me of And Then There Were Three. Yes. Yeah, it does Music sound a little style. bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad it's not on the album. Yeah. Because it is, as I say, quite dull. Mm. But musically, it reminds me of that time. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind this track, to, to be honest. I think it's quite a good song. I think this would have fitted better on Duke than something like Please Don't Ask sounds more in tune with that album than Please Don't Ask does. Yes, definitely. Um, it's, it's kind of, it's almost like a mini epic. So I think that's where you get in the And Then There Were Three vibe from. Because a lot of the tracks on And Then There Were Three, like, you know, um, Deep in the Motherlode and yeah. Burning Rope, yep. were mini epics. They were. They could easily have been extended to 10, 15 minutes long. Ah, oh, Genesis when they told stories. Yeah, exactly. And this, to me, sounds like it's in that style. It's a mini epic. It, it is, it is. I um, just don't think it's particularly good at it. No, I mean, it has the potential to be longer, I think, but they keep it to shorter length. I think it doesn't yeah. need to be any I longer. think it was only like 20 minutes. Or, or just feel like <laughs> just felt like minutes. that, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't mind that track, to be honest. It's, it's all right. Yeah, it was a bit dull for me, but I didn't fast forward mm. through it. But again, I mean, this is an archive. This is yeah. supposed to be gems from the past that you may have missed. Yeah, and but I haven't found any gems yet. But you've got to think about it from in terms of Genesis fans. If you didn't buy Misunderstanding single when it came out, you won't have been able to get it afterwards unless you dig into second-hand record shops and things. That so is true. this is for people who didn't get it. Like I say, 
one of the reasons I didn't buy this when it first came out was because I had most of these tracks already. Um, and this was one, because I have got the misunderstanding secret, because I'm a perfect collector and I'm a big fan. <laughs> he is a big fan. He's got too much of everything. Yeah. The thing is, though, if you were a big fan mm. and you went, I haven't got that B-side, yeah. and then you got this, would you be massively impressed? Although, having thought about it, yes. this track was released previously because it was on the international version of Three Sides Live. Shut the door. So you had the 3x3 EP tracks, yep. Open Door and uh -huh. Evidence of Autumn. That was the five tracks on the fourth side. Which begs the question, why have they bothered to release it on this when they've oh, missed some of the other things You off? couldn't get that in, in uh, that, certain that's places. That's true, yeah. So, suppose... suppose if you were a and UK. even even if you did, it's quite difficult to get hold of that still. Right? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, I suppose. So at least this is an official release that is going to be out there for a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. So if if you did want those, you've now got them in one place. So the next track then is "Do the Neurotic." Oh, the B side of "In Too Deep." Yes. Let's listen to that. Yeah. find it a bit repetitive mm -hmm. but it's okay I suppose I really loved that track I thought it was great it's one of my favourite instrumentals they ever did really? yeah I thought it was interesting I don't know if I'd love it it was an interesting musical interview mm. went on a little while it's just a jam but that's really good that's why I like it because it's just like a jam session but it really musically good the thing is a jam session this is why I don't listen to jazz mm. um, I don't find it tedious <laughs> the people on stage might be loving it but I'm in the audience going pick a tune why have you turned up to a jazz gig if you don't like jazz I just like wearing black <laughs> um, I really like this one of my favourite instrumentals they did I think I think I'd prefer this to the Brazilian we're not talking about the wax are no we? we're talking about the track from Invisible Touch I'm going to say I don't think it would have worked very well on Invisible Touch I think it would have seemed really out of place but in terms of music if you, if I had to listen to the Brazilian or this and only one of them I'd listen to this okay you love it I'd yeah. okay so on to the next track I'd rather be you who <laughs> wouldn't anyone But you'll be back 
did you think of that? That's alright. Yeah, it's not much in the way of a musical treat, is it? No, it's, it's kind of a nice, upbeat sort of jig along, but... Yeah, but a bit dull. I can't think of anything pleasant to say about it's, this. It sounds very 80s sounding. It does, it does. Um, I could almost imagine uh, a pop star from the 80s covering that as a single. Yeah, it's not aged well, no. I don't think. It does sound very 80s. But I think a lot of the tracks from sort of the Invisible Touch era do sound part of their time. Yeah, but the thing is, when you when you listen to that album, mm. you're transported to a time when that album was there and you're in the group. Yeah, well, exactly. When this is thrown at you like a little curveball, yeah. you just go, wow, when was this done? It I mean, sounds old. Straight after that do the neurotic, that yeah. kind of upbeat Ooh. jam instrumental comes yeah. from, then you come into this. It's a bit, hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't really sound like this. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't mind it, but it's just a B-side. Yeah, it's, I just found it dull. Yeah, it's like... Even as a B-side, yeah. you wouldn't listen to it again. You'd no. turn the disc over and go... Oh, that's a B-side. Yeah, no, never listen yeah. to that again. Yeah, I mean, I've got to say, I'm not that bothered if I don't listen to this again. But I wouldn't skip it at the same time if I was listening to this CD. Wow, so shall we go to the next track? Yeah. Let's Which is Nanu Nanu. Nami Nanu. Oh, Nami Nanu. Mock calling Olsen. Mock mm-hmm. calling Olsen. Come in, Olsen. Uneventful gibberish. I'm just going to do that until you're talking. That's fine. You keep doing that. See how long he keeps going before he goes out of breath. That was a tedious little track. This is the B-side to keep it dark, which is a great track. Yeah. I mean, what were they thinking? Why would you put this on the B-side? I don't know. See, that was originally part of the Dodo Lurker suite. Was it really? Yeah, that that came before Dodo so that that would end and then Dodo would start but it's really difficult to sort of imagine this being part of something longer the Dodo Lurker suite was originally this first then Dodo Lurker and then Submarine which is the last track on this CD was at the end and that was all one sort of 10-15 minute long track kind of glad they cut it out yeah it would have been a bit too long and And it would have been a bit too tedious Hmm. because this is not a great introduction no I mean this to me sounds like a jam and they've Phil has just been singing random phrases over the top of the jam to get the melody and then if they'd have worked on it and it had been part of the suite he would have gone back and redone the lyrics and wrote better yeah. lyrics and proper lyrics to it but as a piece of music it's okay but it goes on for ages and ages yeah it's way too long yeah if it had got lyrics on it rather than just the na mi na no na mi na over the, over the top would it have been better maybe no. You can't really tell because the lyrics might have been interesting. Yeah, no, but the music isn't that interesting. Yeah, but the lyrics might have kept it from sounding dull. Nah, 
can't think of any lyrics mm. that would make this interesting. Musical-wise, it's not interesting. Yeah, I it mean, doesn't go anywhere. You can see why they didn't ultimately use it as part of the. Yeah, but the they suite. did it as a beast. Thing. Yeah, but why they would you put this on there. <laughs> that's the trouble. That's the record industry in the eighties, though, wasn't it? They had to release a single. They had to have something on the B side of the single. Are they going to use an album track? Or are they going to use something that they've recorded already that they've not got any use for? Why didn't they use a live track? They, they, that on. They've still got to record that. Track. They've still got to record that, though, haven't but they? But they must have had some in the archive. They could just go, well, we haven't got any interesting tracks. Have Let's they? Put a live track on have there. they? Have they not? Because look at this archive for live tracks. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, to be honest, I think economically speaking, it probably makes sense to use a track that you have already recorded that you've got no use for. No matter Stick how on the B side. Yeah. Mm. How else think... do you explain me and Virgil? Well, yeah. It's just that if I was running a band mm-hmm. and I was releasing a single, I would want the B-side to be a reflection of our talent. This is not a reflection of Genesis' talent. Mm. I don't know. But it was the 80s though, wasn't it? They just... Too many drugs. It, it would be... If you, the trouble is, if you release too many of the album tracks as B-sides, people aren't going to buy the album. No, I understand that. That's why I was thinking maybe yeah. live tracks or something. Old live tracks. Yeah, but if they didn't have the live tracks available, there you go. I think that's probably why they used it. Yeah, yeah. I still don't think it's a good choice. They've paid the money to record it. The choice is to use that, they've already paid for it, or go out and do something else. I just think it's... And they've got to pay more money for that, don't they? Yeah, I just think it's even if they're taking, down the brand. Even if they're taking a live track from their archive, they've got to do something with that to clean it up to make it suitable for release. Whereas with this B-side, yeah. it's already been recorded because they were going to put it on the album. That's true. It's ready to go. Yeah. So Anyway, I think we spend too much time talking about track videos are quite... Totally no, it was alright. I don't mind it, but it is a bit dull. Shall we go on to... Well, the next track after that is Inside and Out, which, which is, is exact, the exactly the same track from yeah. the Spot Pigeon. So, so if you want to review that, go on to our Spot the Pigeon uh, yeah. podcast. Did we like it? Did we hate it? Ooh, look back and find out, listeners. The next track after that is Feeding the Fire. Which is a B-side to Land of Confusion. It is. This is the only track I like so far. Really? In a big way, that is. Yeah. I really like this track. Yeah. Um, it's very similar lyrically to Land of Confusion. Yeah. And also very similar lyrically to how we find ourselves at the moment with You in Hell. 
this is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, I'm in hell as well, but... Well, so you should be. Yeah. You did push me in here. Yeah. This is, this is a, a very long track. Um, is it that long? Well, it felt long. I think mainly because the, the instrumental bit in the middle. Oh, uh, yeah, it's another one of those sort of kind of mini epics, isn't it, where it's a lot of cakey changes. Yeah. Let's bring that back, bring Let's that bring back for the back. 21st century. The musical bit in the middle was a bit long and felt a bit like mm. padding. Yeah, like maybe. they had to go, oh, it's on the B-side of Land of Confusion, which is quite a long track, so we need to just make this a little bit longer. It's not really a long track in terms of Genesis, though, is it? No, oh no, God no. But I mean, in respect to the music they're doing now, mm. it's quite a long track. Yeah. Six minutes long. Yeah. It just it just felt like seven. I don't know. I mean, I like it. I think it, it doesn't outstay its welcome, and that sort of middle section where it's a bit more low-key doesn't go on too long, I don't think, before it then goes back into the punchy, shouty, well, film I don't, I don't think it's too long. I just think mm. it wasn't as interesting as it could have been, that music. It was okay, but as I say, this is one of the tracks so far that I've actually liked yeah. on this. So Yeah, I mean, I, I really, I, I like everything about this track, and I think, I can't see where it would have fitted on Invisible Touch. No. But I think it was deserving of being an album track. I don't yes. think it would have, it would have seemed out of place on Invisible Touch. No. But it's good enough to have been an album track. Yes. I think it could have replaced some of the tracks on Invisible mm, Touch. Throwing it all away. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But, as I say... Despite a couple of reservations, mm. still my favourite track so far. Yeah, cool. So after that, we've got the I Can't Dance. It says on the album here, 12-inch mix, but it's actually called the Sex Mix. Is it? Yeah, so shall we listen to a touch of that? Yeah, why not? So, what do you think of that one? Nope. With you there, nope. I mean, you've got the... All they've done to make it a longer version is a bit of a groovy bit at the beginning, which mm -hmm. uh, was uninteresting, mm -hmm. and then they completely rearranged the music. Yeah, added that. It's awful. Added that kind of drum machine, drum, drum bit in. It's like they said, they've given it to somebody who's never heard the song before and said, just randomly put some music on mm. them. Annoy me with some music on the side of that. Mm -hmm. And they've mixed it on like some guy goes, I want to be a DJ in the future. I'm going to do this to mm. it. And it's just terrible. There's nothing to like about no, this. There's literally no reason for this to exist. No, because I can't dance. I know that. I've seen you. I'm just saying, that track is fine as it is. Yeah. It does not need remixing. No. And while there are some bands which do this regularly. People like Nine Inch Nails, yep. for example, they released that EP Broken. Yeah. And then they released a remix EP called Fixed, yeah. where they remixed it all, and it was all different. The trouble is, this is the early 90s, this release, mm -hmm. and the early 90s was all about dance music, and so they wanted to get bands into clubs. So they made these terrible, terrible mixers, and there's literally no reason for this to exist, other than, right, let's get this into the clubs. But even even as a club mix, I mean, could mm. you dance to this? Well, it's got that sort of beat, doesn't it? Dance. No, I couldn't. I mean, dance I can't that, dance anyway. Nobody but in their right mind would want to. No. But it, yeah, this just—I don't like it at all. Um, and for saying them, there are other live tracks that they could have put on yep. in place of this. Mm. 
No, thank you. No, I can't see why they put this on there. No. Awful. Really? And yeah. it's not even the last track of the CD. It's not. It's not like, oh, what can we finish on? Oh, that. Yeah, so you can't even listen to all the tracks, get to this and go, right, that's me up, turn the CD off. Got one more track yeah, on one more track side. after this. And that is Submarine. Submarine. Shall I have a listen? Yes. So that was submarine, and mm. what did you think? Um, that's the closest they've come to doing ambient music since some of the parts of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. It was the fourth part of the Dodo Lurker Suite. Yeah. This is what it ended on. Okay, I quite enjoyed it, to be honest. Really? You're going to say you hated it? I am going to say mm. I hated it. I thought it was absolutely dull, 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 yeah. dull. I just thought it was quite nice. It's a nice ambient piece of music. It's never going to be a hit single. It's never going to be an album track, but it's quite a nice, sort of pleasant thing to listen to in the background. I can understand you saying it was, it was going to be part of the Dodo mm. track, because on its own, it doesn't go anywhere yeah. at all. No. It just ambles along. Yeah, exactly. This, this was going to be the final part, so this would have come after Lurker. Yeah, I can't see it. No, I can't either. But the thing yeah, is, with what we've like heard of, of what would have gone into that suite, mm. that would have been one boring track. It would have been a weird one. I mean, it wouldn't have been boring necessarily, but it would have been a weird mix because you'd have had Nami Nanu, then Dodo Lurker, mm-hmm. and then this. It's like start off there, right up to the top, and then break back down again in terms of mood. Yes. Not in terms of musicality, but in terms of mood, and it's, it would have been a bit of a weird ending. It would have ending. been, and a very long track. Yeah, yeah. For no adequately explored exactly. reason, because the bits that they would have done on the front of the beginning mm. aren't really deserving of no. No, exactly. Dodo Lurker track itself. It clearly needed to be removed. Yeah. But at the same time, I do quite like this track. Uh, as an ambient piece of music, I quite enjoy listening to it. Just, like I say, in the background you're washing the pots or making dinner or something it's quite a nice piece of music well I listened to this in my headphones while I was walking up to the pub yeah and I think if you'd walk past me at mm. the time you'd quite clearly see me gritting my teeth <laughs> as I was listening to it because I was so desperate not to fast forward through it <laughs> I just I just found it dull interesting fact oh, about is it this? really going to be an interesting fact this is an edited version of this track on here I mean it was longer it was edited anyway because uh, the original b-side um, was slightly longer, I think. Mm-hmm. But how's this for irony? The reason it's edited is because the original master tape was water damaged. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is irony yeah. for you. So they couldn't use it. But then they did find another copy of the master tape, um, and uh, when they released the box sets, right, the full version was on the box. Set. I'm not sure which is more surprising that they found another version or that they even bothered looking. Well, those box sets have got me and Virgil on as well, and uh, yeah. match of the day. Yeah, I would have probably just left that mm. missing. Yeah, well. But anyway, so that's the end of that first Sometimes CD. Sometimes nature decides what needs to be doing. Life finds a way. Life finds a way. <laughs> right, so. So that's the end of that disc. Yeah.
So we're into the live tracks now. Yeah, this is this too. Yep. And again, it's a bit of a haphazard mismatch, isn't it? It's a bit of a mismatch. It's all over the place. Yeah, different e epochs, different styles. Yeah. It's I mean, all everywhere. You're jumping from 84 to 92 to 82. To, it's all over the place. There's no specific structure to this it at would all. Have, it would have been nice if it was structured yeah. in a, by chronologically, so that yeah. you could sort of get into the flow of exactly. the music. This or, is just a bit haphazard. Or even they could have structured it in as if it was a gig. So, yeah. for example, you got deep in the motherload halfway through. That was what they started the Duke tour with. That's yep. what. That's where it's recorded. I have that at the start. Yeah, why not? I mean, it ends with Duke's travels. That's a great ending. That's a great ending. Yeah. yeah. Why not? If you're going to just put them in random order, put them in some sort of structured order, so it comes across. Yeah. As a live set, like you were. Whereas planning. this is, you know, it's just yeah, stick that there, stick that there, stick that there. It's like they they just put all the names of the live tracks into a hat and then pull them out and go right. That one's next. That one's next. That one's next. I think you might have stumbled onto mm. how they did this. Probably. Mm. But anyway. Having said that. Having said that. So Illegal Aliens first. Yep. It's quite a good performance. It's, it's a right. very good performance, yeah. I thought. It's uh, obviously still kind of a controversial song, but... Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, listening to this, mm. I really enjoyed all the live sets. I thought yeah. all of the tracks were very well done. Well, don't get me wrong. I think almost all of the live tracks on here mm. are brilliant. Yeah. Really, really good. Very My problem with it is the way they've been put onto the album. Yeah, it's just it would have been nice if if, if they thought just flowed a bit better. Yeah, exactly. But there you go. That's you can't do anything about that. It you is can. what it is. Um, but yeah, Illegal Alien. That's quite a good good performance. Nice bit of yeah fun there. Yeah. And to be fair, Illegal Alien is a good start. Yeah. If the rest of the album was going to be fast paced stuff. Yeah. But the fact that it does go up and down. Yeah tempo-wise. Exactly. It's, it's a bit of a thrill. I mean, you got that. That's from LA Forum in 1984. Yep. But then you jump to Dream While You Sleep, which is from November 92 in the Old Court. Oh, yeah. Sleep doesn't go well after Illegal Alien. Not even close. No. no. I mean, and, and again, it's, it's a good performance. Very well done. It's not a song I particularly enjoy, mm. as we mentioned, yeah. but it's all right. Um, ends a bit abruptly, I think. But I, Genesis I think, have always uh, had a problem with ending songs. They have, but I think the album version fades out, and that works in context of the song being about a man who feels guilty and is going over and over and over and the kind of the fade out implies that he never gets over that and he's going to be thinking about it forever that's how i read it yeah whereas this just said dun, 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 and it ends genesis have always had a problem, problem thing, ending yeah. stuff especially their live sets but they used to fade things out in the seconds out a lot of that exactly um, but, but, but they did think, they did that live so you think they've had to think about it going can we end this with a drum roll mm. can phil just shout Ta -da! yeah or something which he does but i don't think that end works to be honest no. i think it, Changes the meaning of the end of the song, I think. Yeah, as you say, as you say, it implied originally that he was going to continue to think about it. Yeah. But this now implies that he just stopped thinking. Yeah. Oh, that's it. I've done. Yeah. End of. So the next track then after that is it's going to get better. Well, everywhere you go, you live in the shadows of the In the darkness, you feel the sharpness of. 
What do you, you think? What do you think of this? Okay. Yeah. I loved it again, another great performance. Mm. Interestingly, this is the extended version of the track. This isn't the album version of the track. This is the version that was released on the B-side of the Mama single, which has got extra verses and choruses. It has indeed, yeah. I noticed Um, that. That's the only version they ever played live, which I think is quite interesting. Why didn't they put the full version on the album in the first place? I don't know, because it works, it's fine. There's no reason to cut that, that... verse out no exactly it, it, it's really good I, I kind of prefer this version I prefer to the album this version, version I think. yeah definitely uh, yeah. but again we jump back mm-hmm. this is from the same gig as Illegal Alien so they've jumped forward and back again it doesn't make sense no sense at all it's pretty weird Then we jump back again to 1980, and we're on Deep in the Motherload. Really good version. Really good. I love this. It's got that. That's that's how they opened the set in the Duke tour. Mm. It's got that brilliant back in New York City fake out at the start, which I love. Yeah. You think he's going to be back in New York City, and then it's Deep in the Motherload. Yeah. But that was really good. Really, really good. I've got a feeling that's from a BBC. Video recording for the old Grey Whistle test. Oh, right, yeah. Um, I think that was the gig they recorded. So, you know, you mentioned earlier on why didn't they release that yeah. Wembley Stadium gig? Perhaps the BBC owned the rights to it. They've given them the rights for this, so. That is true. But yeah. But again, it's, it's good. I like that. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you go into Ripples. The face that launched a thousand ships. It's sinking fast, all that happens, you know Yes, the water gets below Seems not very long ago Lovelier she was than any that I Which again is from that from that same tour, but the night after the, yeah. at the Lyceum. Okay. Um, again, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, you can't fault any performances no. on these tracks. No, exactly. They're, They're all good. performed brilliantly. Yeah. Although I would say the Brazilian, which is the next track, and he's from that Wembley Stadium we mentioned, I don't think that's as good as the album version. works as well live to me it sounds a bit flatter because they've not got the production on it they're yeah. playing it with I, live instruments i can't remember what i said on our original podcast about this track whether i liked it or not i think you liked it i don't think i did but <laughs> my memory is notoriously bad mm. also my memory is notoriously bad how's your memory it's quite bad is it yeah um so it was okay yeah but i mean 
well performed. Yeah. But it was okay. Yeah, exactly. But again, that's from that Wembley Stadium game. Mm. But as I say, as, as, as live tracks, as we're looking at this as live tracks, mm. um, and we're, we've already reviewed the tracks themselves. Yeah. So all we're looking at here is the differences yeah. and how they're performed live. Yeah. And I don't think you can fault the live performance. No. So yeah. if we're looking at it just as performance or an iteration of the original track, yeah. then yeah. I, I think it's fine. It's, it's great. Got, it's got a lot of energy to it, but I just think the sound of it, because they're not using electronic drums. Yes, that is It sounds different and it sounds a bit flatter because it's not. It's just the electronic drums. But yeah. They couldn't have done the electronic drums live, I would imagine. Isn't that just standard synth drums or something? Dunno, not a drummer. So. But that would be another kit and another van, so they're probably just cutting costs. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So we move on to your own special way. I've sailed the world for seven years Left all our love behind in tears But won't you come back Wherever you are I've been all alone Long enough Because you 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 have your own and the interesting thing about that, this is from the Invisible Touch tour from the Sydney Entertainment Centre, ni- 1986. This is the only time they played Australia on this really? tour. Really? Yep. Yeah. As our, our friend on Facebook, David Broadbent, mentioned when we yeah. did the Invisible Touch tour. This, wow. This was the only They've time. They've only been down there once. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if Phil's played down there solo, but yeah, this is the only time Genesis played down there. But the reason this is on here, because of local Australian laws, they had to employ local musicians. Really? As part of the tour. So they couldn't bring their set back? They, they could, but they had to employ a local orchestra, which is why this version of this song has a string section on it. And I think the string section really, really works. Ooh. It makes it... Yeah. I mean, I like the song anyway. But yeah, it's a great I, song. I think it improves it no end. I liked the string section. I mean, sometimes you stick a string section on something and it's just like, that was pointless. But in this case, it's really good. I think it, it just adds an extra dimension to the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah I liked it. I, thought it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. And then we jump back <gasps> again to 1978. Wow. To Houston in October for Burning Rope.
really good track. Really love good this live track. version. Yeah, yeah we love this track anyway. Yes, this is one of my favourite tracks. Yeah, so certainly since Steve Hackett left, this is one of my favourite tracks. Mm. Um, and I think this is a really good version of it. Yeah, performed brilliant. Yep, absolutely, um, absolutely enjoyed this. And then Entangled, which jumps back to 1976. This has got Steve Hackett playing on guitar. Yep. Uh, this was in Bingley Hall in Staffordshire. Ooh, big Ooh, time. Big time, yeah. They're yeah. Getting, getting big. Um, but again, it's it's a really good performance. It's not really much different to the album version, though. No, which, it's not. But it's, yeah. it's great. It's yeah. good to hear it. Okay. I enjoyed it. It was good. And then the last track on this CD, which is probably the best positioned track. Obviously. Because it's Duke's Travels, which is also Duke's End. Yes, yeah. both. Um, and again, this is from the Duke tour, and it's from May, and it's from the Lyceum, but it's a different date to the other two tracks from the Duke tour. Well, they're doing this just to be it's messing just to be with awkward me. now. It's messing with me. Yeah. Um, but I think this is brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant live version of it. Yeah. And it was so nice to hear this. Yes. When I when I listened to this CD, I started listening to it, and you like it because it's all well done. Yeah. But it's so nice for the throwbacks. Yeah. Listening to Duke again. Yeah. Oh. It was a great yeah. album anyway. It did make me want to listen to the album again, to be Yeah, honest. but because we've been listening to these albums yeah. now as we've been yeah. doing the podcast, it's been so long since I've listened yeah. to Duke or anything like that. Yeah. You start listening to this these live sets, and you just, it, just, it just takes you right back to the... Exactly. I hate to say the good old days. Because <laughs> these you, are the Do time. you remember when they released Duke? It was great. Oh, it was great. <laughs> yeah. No, I... Oh, it was so nice to hear some mm. from and then there were three yeah. and various other ones and oh, I loved it the older track yeah. because it's, it seems like decades since yeah. we listened to these it does it seems like a long time Yeah, but yeah I really enjoyed that yeah. it's a I great mean, way to end that series. great finale great finale brilliant version of it yeah. just yeah can't say any more about it it's brilliant no. so that's that is disc two that is disc two Let it go Just get away from me oh. 
So we're opening disc three with Invisible Touch 12 inch. That's a no from me. It's a definite no from me. Same with the Land of Confusion 12 inch, which mm. is after that. All they seem to have done with 12 inches is to put a synth start on. Yeah, they just, just gone. How can we make this longer? Get the synth drum. Or they, they've kept it the same and then added an extra bit of music between some of the verses and the choruses so that it's slightly longer. Yeah. And then when you're singing along to it, I mean, it just throws you off. Sometimes it works. I yeah. remember buying the 12 inch version of Mama, mm. which was basically the same track. Yeah. Unaltered, apart from they made it a bit longer. Yeah. But you didn't have a weird intro or a weird mm. outro. Yeah. And that worked fine. Yeah. These do not work no. fine. You just you start playing the track and you're just looking confused yeah. at it for a while. Yeah. And, the, and then it leaps into the song. And then you get Tonight, 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 12 inch. Yeah. Which, Tonight, Tonight, Tonight is a really long song anyway. Yeah. But this surely is now the, Tonight, 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 Tonight. But surely that this should be just be the album version uncut. Yeah. And the seven inch version should be on here as an edited down version. But it's not. They've extended the seven inch version. Yeah. They've like done a twelve inch remix of the seven inch edit. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Not at all. So these three tracks, I'm gonna sum them up in one word. No. Yeah, I agree with you. And again, uh, same as with the icon dance mix, there's literally no reason for these to exist. No. They don't add anything to it. Yeah, as you said, there's no reason for these to exist. No. They just they don't add anything to the song. No. They've just stuck and, a bit on the There thing. must be more interesting things they could have done with 12-inch singles. I've got the 12-inch single of Illegal Alien. Yeah. On the A side, it's got Illegal Alien, and then it's got something else. I can't remember exactly. Oh, there's two tracks on the A side. And on the B side, it's got Turn It On Again, but it's the version they played as a big medley with loads of 60s hits. Okay. So that's like 12, 15 minutes long, and that's on the B side. Yeah. So they could have easily done that. Yeah, why didn't they? Something like that. Yeah. Especially with Tonight, Tonight, Tonight. Tonight, Tonight. Tonight, Tonight. tonight. Mm. They could have done the full version of that on the A side and then a couple of tracks on the B side. Yeah. Don't, don't make sense. No, definitely not. But anyway, we jump into some more live tracks after that. Yep. We got from 1981 in New York, we got No Reply At All. Listen to me. How come you never listen to me? All the live tracks pretty well done. Yeah. I mean, you liked this one on the original album. I did. I think this... I can see why they didn't play it live very much. It doesn't work as well without the horn section. No. Playing it, is, the, it, it does miss that. Yeah, playing the horn section on the keyboard mm. doesn't sound as good. It doesn't. But 
at the same time, like you say, it's really well played. Yeah. I don't think they justified them being booed off stage for it. No, no, definitely not. But there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all right. And then you've got um, Man on the Corner, which is also from the same gig. Really? Yes. Yeah, so wow. It's the only time so far that the two tracks have flowed from so the they same could, gig. They could do it if they, they could tried. have done it, yeah. Mm. But then they did it with Man on the Corner, so yeah. mm, it's yeah. not, not that key. But then we time. go to The Lady Lies. The Lady Lies. And that's from 1980. That's from the Lyceum again. Yeah. That's from the same gig as The Ripples from Disc 2. See, they could—they just mixed and matched yeah. it, but they could have put some together. Exactly. We could have got a flavour. Exactly. But it, uh, anyway, but yeah, it's a really good version of it yeah. again. And yeah. well, you couldn't uh, struggle to find out how you do a bad, bad version. Of this. No, it is a good track. It's a great track. It's a good track. But yeah, so that's all the live tracks then. Yep. And then we go to Done. Open Door. Goodbye, my love. Time has come to say farewell. I hear the call. Goodbye to the world I've sheltered for so long Well, there's so much, my love, I will never say And in a little while In a little while Yes. I mean, I thought it was quite pleasant. I thought it was a bit dull. Well, it was dull, but it was pleasantly dull. Mm. It wasn't one that just annoyed you. Mm. It was pleasant. I don't, I don't I, think this was as good as Evidence of Autumn. I don't think it had as much going for it as Evidence of Autumn. To be perfectly honest, I find it a little bit difficult to remember how Open Door goes. The thing is, I thought that this music style was... Mm. Uh, again, reminded me of, and then there were three. Yes, I've said exactly so the same thing in my notes. I wondered whether it was something they recorded at that time. Mm, I say no, it wasn't. It might have been something really? they wrote at that time. Yeah, because but it was something they recorded during the Duke session. Well, that makes sense because it it just feels as you listen to it, you think this would have fit mm. onto that album yeah. musically. Anyway. Also, I think production-wise, I think Phil's vocals. Yeah. The sound of his vocals sounds That's like it's That's why from, I wondered if it had been recorded at the same yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Because it just has that vibe about it at mm. that time. I yeah. know there isn't much time between the two albums, anyway. Yeah. It's alright. I just found it a little bit dull. I, I, I it, think it, it was dull, but I thought pleasantly dull. It's it's a B side. It's acceptable. It is a B-side, it's acceptable as a B side. Unlike some of the B sides we've had on this, I mm. didn't want to immediately fast forward. <laughs> See, I wouldn't put this on an album, but it's all right. I, I wouldn't skip it. No, no, I agree with you. It wouldn't go on an mm. album. All I, all I thought was that it reminded me of yeah. the number three. Yeah. So it would have Same. fit on that album. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't put it on yeah. that album. Same. Yeah. So cool. So we'll move on to the next track, which is the day the light. Went down. 
jealous man No way's really known to happen spread And by the to control of minds Feed everyone Could be observed. Living murder rate became the rule of that day. Who him? No one knew or who he hit. Cars were caught in violence, and the flames could never last. Great. So that was one of the B-sides to the Many Too Many single. Um, I, I really like that. I think it's... It, the problem with it is it sounds like it's a section from another longer track. I know what you mean. It does. Yeah. It yeah. Sa- sounds like they've done a longer track and then they've needed to edit something for a B-side. So they've just gone, well, let's just chop that bit out of that track yeah. and stick that on. It does feel like there's something mm. missing from this track. Yeah. And it's not like you think... Oh, this is a great track, and it would have been better if there were drums in the background, more drums yeah. or something. Yeah, it's like there's something missing yeah. at the end. Yeah, or exactly. Something. It doesn't feel like a whole track. Yeah, rather yeah. than it needs remixing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I do really like it. I think it's a good, good driving yeah. track. It's, a, it's, it's fine. Kicks it's along well. Just not great. Yeah, but it is fine. Just it, it could have been better because it could have been part of something longer. And yeah, bigger. I agree. Yeah. Um, but I do like it. But yeah, it needs to be more. Yeah. Which seems incomplete. It does seem incomplete. That's mm. the best way of putting yeah. it. It sounds incomplete. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. But then we move on to Vancouver, which was the other B-side to the Many Too Many single, which is really weird, because it's a seven-inch single, two mm. B-sides. Yeah. So yeah. odd. Quickly walking down the street It's cold and grey Dawn breaking But she don't know Why she feels so grown up now just beginning But you know Just standing in the morning rain Her makeup's coming down She wonders now she's here Where will I go? Thoughts? Yes, uh my thoughts on this, dull, finger over the fast forward button. It's literally, literally just a rip-off of She's Leaving Home by the Beatles, but with a happy ending. Yeah. And she's leaving home, the girl leaves, the parents wake up, don't know where she's gone, and that's the end of the story. In this, she decides not to leave, the parents apologise, everything's happy again. It literally, there's no difference. Mm. Lyrically, musically, it sounds the same. Just, it's dull, I just... Yeah, I agree. I don't... I agree, it's dull. Uh, yeah. Didn't, didn't do anything for didn't, me didn't at all. Didn't go anywhere. Yep. Then after that is Pigeons, which for me is still no thanks. Yep, I agree. Again, you want to know how in-depth opinions on that track, please listen to the Spot Pigeon EP episode. Spoiler, we hate it. We hate it. It's awful. There you go. Um, then we go into It's Yourself. Stepping out the back Can be easy. 
It's got a musical piece in the middle, mm. which is even duller. Yeah, see, I quite like this, but it's far too long. I made a mashup of this and Los Endos, where right. you get the first sort of minute and a half of this, and then it goes, because obviously they're using the same instrument, the same sound, same piece of music, yes. to start Los Endos as they do in the middle of this. And I cut that off, put Los Endos on, and it works really well as a slightly longer version of Los Endos with this as a thing. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is a bit dull. Yeah, it's, that's the yeah. best way of describing it. And this is actually another edited version of this. Like Submarine was edited. This has been edited because the band preferred it, the shorter version. I can't so. see why I'd want it longer. I can't either. It was originally called Beloved Summer, mm. and it was recorded as part of the Trick of the Tail sessions. Okay. And then they used it as the B-side to your own special way, I think it was. I've not got much to say about this, because yeah. I just found it dull. Yeah. It works better as the intro to Los Endos. I'll tell you what, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then finally, we end with Mama, work in progress. Yes. albums or re-release albums and stick out well you know you've already bought this album so as a as a treat we'll put demos on mm. and everybody hates the demos mm. because they're just really bad versions of the songs you love this is a case in point mm. it's you can see what's coming because the basics are there yep but it's awful and you you can see why that why it's called a work in progress because mm. it really is a work in progress yeah i mean i don't really see why they bother putting this on to me honest. neither I mean, but then I, I don't like demos on, on albums anyway because yeah. they, they detract they detract from the original and spoil the original I yeah. think the only time I like demos is if they're of tracks that were never then released to see what other tracks they had yeah whereas this I just I don't yeah demos are of tracks you already own yeah I don't see the point of this no me neither it's, it's a version of Mama without the lyrics and not as well played. Some of the lyrics are there. Yeah. And the music's not as good. Not as not the beat isn't as mm. driving. Yeah. And exactly. Not, the it's not as well played. The, the instrumental music that goes along with the beat is raised more in this mm. version, so the drums aren't quite as heavy. Yeah. And then we've got some of the lyrics. Yes. And it's just awful. Does you make can, any sense? It's a germ of an idea. Mm. And as that, that's fine. But the band should have kept that to themselves. Yeah. Because all you want to know is the finished product. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that was all the tracks on this. Yeah. So if we look at this now as an archive as a whole set, mm. what do you think? 
I think, like I say, with this, it just ties into this archive being not very well thought through. Yeah. With those four 12-inch mixers that are frankly rubbish, and then this demo. Yep. Five tracks that could have been easily removed. I mean, and they're long tracks as well. You know, the seven. You're talking about almost a CD worth of tracks just in length. Because those remixes are like seven minutes long each. Yes. We could have had more live tracks. Definitely. I think I'd have preferred another live album rather than this archive. Yeah. They could have taken those out. They could have stuck all the b-sides on one disc and then all the live tracks they could have arranged them in some sort of order put more live tracks over two cds it's done yeah boom would have been better if, from my point of view looking at this archive box set i mm. think i would prefer just more live tracks yeah none of the tracks that are on here either the b-sides mm. the demos or the 12 inch versions mm. are what i wanted to hear because they're not interested i don't yeah. very few of them i actually like i would have preferred more live tracks and I would, mm. that would have just been another live album i think if it had been more structured like the first archive then, first two cds one live gig yeah. third cd a selection of live tracks and then maybe a couple of single releases that never got on anything at the end there. Yeah. And then the third, fourth CD with all the B-sides. That, well, why didn't they stick to that same Yeah, but structure? even with that, well, all I'm saying is that even if they'd structured this mm. differently, the stuff that wasn't live on this album is stuff I would have been happy never hearing. Yeah, but then it, all, it would have all been on one CD, mm. so you could have just concentrated on the live tracks, the live yeah. album CDs. Yeah. Whereas, you know... I'd have started this archive with the live sets first. Yes, definitely. Um, and agree. then faded out with the stuff that you didn't particularly want to yeah. listen to anyway. Which is what they did on the first archive. Yeah. It just seems really odd. It's almost like somebody else has decided, oh, we need to do another archive. I'm going to do this and structure this. And it's not somebody who worked on the first archive. But um, the thing was, when you, when you talk about an archive, tracks that may not have made it, mm. most of these tracks have been available before, yep. either as B-sides or yep. 12 inches or what have you. We know from listening to our previous podcast, there were some albums where they said, we've got another six or seven yep. tracks that we didn't include on this. Yeah. So why didn't they stick that on there? Yeah, exactly. They must have had stuff we haven't heard. They before. just seem to be really reluctant to release live gigs. They just say, I don't know what it is. No other band does does this. You know, Peter Gabriel he goes on tour and then he releases every single gig as a, a download or a CD that you can buy. Yeah, live. Merillion, they do it. Everything they they do, they record it all, and you can buy it. Fish, the same. Yeah. Other 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 artists, yes, have even started doing it. Genesis, apparently, they've got a huge archive of live gigs from across their whole career. None of it's getting released. And they, a, they're not interested in releasing it. There's a box set. Yeah, exactly. So, but they're not interested. That you would buy. Can you imagine if they said, right, you know, two years ago, it was their 50th anniversary year. If they'd have said, right, 50th anniversary year, we're going to release 12 live gigs, one a month, for the next year to celebrate our 50th anniversary, starting with the earliest ones we've got and working forward yeah. to the latest but ones. But whole gigs. But so whole like, gigs, yeah. So like this one was yeah. Dallas or whatever, and yeah. this two was Hammersmith so, Odeon. So two CDs I'd have bought those. of a gig, one from each era, Yeah. so each tour. So that would have been awesome. Brilliant. They could have could have charged whatever they were, could have charged 20 quid a piece for them. I still They would have made a ton of money. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't. They didn't do anything. That's to show it's a lost opportunity. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I don't understand. Don't understand why they wouldn't want to release it. But they, they've literally got no no interest in they could do it now because I think the interest in Genesis has waned so much that they wouldn't make money on they it. They would make money on it because they'd have to pay for the mastering of the CDs. And, yes. You know, they're making yeah, yeah. sure that it's of a quality that can be listened to. But Genesis fans would buy it. Oh yeah, and there's still enough Genesis fans that they'd make their money back. They might not make a massive profit on it, but that's probably they wouldn't why they lose are, anything. Yeah, that's probably why they're doing. 
thing is, yeah. they could even make it just available online. Exactly, yeah. For download. Yeah. Then they wouldn't have to go to the cost of actually exactly. pr producing it. Yeah. They could do it as a subscription. There's so much they could do that, they, would, that will please people. But they don't people. want to do it. But I, I, I really don't understand why. It can't be an issue of rights because... They own it. Yeah, even as a band. Even yeah. though Phil's left the band and you could say, well, maybe the, he owns some of the rights and blah, blah, blah. Surely there must be a, a neutral ground where they'll all go, look, we'll release this and split bloody things yeah. between us. Exactly. But or, mm, it just <clears> seems really weird. But even if they don't want to do it for the money, just yeah. for the fans. Yeah. Go, look, we've got this Hammersmithodian gig. We've recorded the whole thing. Yeah. It's available for download. Yeah. Go nuts. I mean, there's, there's three gigs I can name off the top of my head mm -hmm. that they could release straight away. There's a gig in um, Philadelphia, which is recorded for the radio in, in America, 1978 tour. Right. That's available. Okay. Um, there's the Wembley Stadium gigs. Yep. That BBC recorded. And then there's a Nebworth gig that yeah. the BBC recorded as well from 92 from We Can't Dance. Those three. Just release those as they are. They're, they're mastered quality already. Yeah. Just so release just them as they are. Stick them out there. But no, I'm not interested. It seems a shame. Yeah. Almost seems, uh, I don't know what to put words into the band's mouth, mm. but sort of anti-fan, if yeah. that's the word. Yeah, it's like they like, don't... we're releasing this, we don't care what you want. This is all we're releasing. And yeah. then we know this stuff that you do want, but we're not going to let you have it. Even though it's available. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to let you have it's it. It's like, we've got it, but you can't have it. No, and we're not planning to release it ever. It's like, okay, well, what are you going to do with it? Yeah, nothing. We just, I'm just going to store it. Yeah. It's Brilliant. Just, it just seems not petty, but you know awesome. what I'm saying. It's like, oh, I can't be bothered. But like, you, you've, you fans, you've made us multi-millionaires. You've put us where we are today so that none of us has to work again if we don't want to. We've got all this backlog of stuff here. But as you said, there are so many bands now that are doing that. Yeah. And going, look, your fans, we appreciate you. Here's a little gift. Yeah. Download it. For example, buy it, go nuts. For example, I got the Origin of Muse box set for Christmas. You did. Such a brilliant box set. Nine mm. CDs. I think it's about something like 130 tracks. Yeah. 40 of them have never been released before. That's amazing. And it's got all the B sides from the first two albums, it's got remastered versions of the first two albums. It's got all the demos from before they were even signed to a record label. Songs right. that you've never heard before. Cool. It's got all the EPs they released that you can't buy anymore. It's got two CDs that are just live tracks. Genesis <laughs> must have this kind of stuff just sitting around. It's nine else. CDs. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy. And I bet they would make money on that. So why did Genesis think they won't make money on this sort yeah. of thing? When, it's, when it is just literally sitting there, exactly, waiting to go straight onto a disc or I mean, what have I mean, you. They've it got doesn't to, even need playing with. They've got to be paying for storage of some kind. Mm. Even if it's only in well, even if it's just garage or something. Well, yeah, even if it's just digital. Yeah. But as you say, there are at least three that you know of that they don't have to even play with. They yeah. can just literally put them online and exactly. go, there you go, subscription or as a freebie because yeah. we're not planning to do anything with it. Yeah. Hello fans, thank you for your time. I mean, all, thank you for your money, go nuts. All three of those gigs are available to download from the Genesis The Movement website. Right. Which has got tons and tons of bootlegs on there. I mean, literally thousands. Okay. Varying quality, as you would expect from bootlegs. Yep. Some of them are radio broadcasts. Some of them are recorded from a fan's sleeve, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they've got those three gigs on there already. So we know they're available. We know there are gigs available. Maybe it's the fan in me thinking, why well, don't they? And I know they don't owe us anything, really. Well, I think they kind of do. I mean, they don't owe us anything. They've given us music over the years. But at the same time, it seems like they care so little about the fans it almost makes me dislike them because it makes me think they're just after the money so they'll only release the albums that make money. money in it yeah i mean you could say that's probably why they didn't do a follow-up to calling all stations mm. they didn't want to release anything because there was no money in it you could say they don't owe fans anything mm. but they wouldn't be where they were if it weren't that's true the fans. that's so true in a way 
they really do. Yeah. And I don't want it to sound like, you know, we're really important as yeah. fans. But, you know, as, a, as an artist, mm. you do have to admit that you owe your fan base yeah. something. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's just a hello exactly. now and again, or a signed autograph. Or releasing... And that I don't think there's ever been any issue with. But like I said, I think they missed a real big opportunity with that 50th anniversary. They didn't, yeah. literally didn't do anything. They did nothing at all. I think Jonathan King re-released again the debut album. But, yeah. Yeah, that's not really a... Yeah. No. They could have You've got to so be a hardcore more. fan to really enjoy that. Yeah. They, Even though we did enjoy that. Yeah, it's a good album. Yeah. But I wouldn't buy it again. But yeah, that's... Anyway, that's my take on it. So... This, this, this archive, it's got some good tracks on it. Nowhere near as good as the first archive. I liked it. I liked the lights. I liked the live stuff. Yeah. I didn't really enjoy the other stuff. Yeah. I thought it was. I, I didn't need to be on there. To be yeah. honest, yeah. there was nothing original there that I thought was worthy of inclusion. So yeah, that's fair. So cool. So that's another one in the can. Yeah. Good, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone's a critic. Oh no! You've caught his attention! Who? That mighty one! He who must be obeyed! I guess you want to be grounded for a week. You mean... Yes! Santa! What? No! What's Santa gonna be doing down here? It's Beelzebub! Old Nick shaking himself! Who defiles my kingdom? Who dares contaminate my void with their earthly substance? Well, it's not my fault, there's no toilets! Shut up! <coughs> Sorry, your evilness. We're just passing through. Come on, Gary. Not so fast, puny one. One does not just stroll out of hell. You must pay the price. Sorry, all out veggie burgers. No, I demand your souls. Our souls? No, no. Oh, uh, I see what you did there. Very funny. Well, we try. You should try harder. Hey, I didn't come down here for criticism. No? Where do you usually go? Rude. No, foolish mortals. You came down here for messing about with things beyond your knowledge. To be fair, most things are beyond his knowledge. Shut up. Look, you putrescence. We don't want to be here, so if you'd just let us be on our way... On your way? On your... <laughs> you have already arrived at your ultimate destination. You're just a little early. Look, if this is about the chicken and the mayonnaise... No, not just that. But mostly that, yes. But what did I do? Hmm, do you really want me to spell it out in front of your friend? Well, friend is a strong word, but on reflection, no. No, I'd rather you didn't. What did you do? Shut up. Oh, you can't keep me in suspense. I'm curious now. Oh, mighty Satan. Go on, tell me. It'll keep me up all night trying to figure out what it is. No, shut up. <clears throat> oh, mighty Satan, I have another option. I challenge you, as it is writ in law. 
the great battle between man and demon, as it has been passed down... Tiddlywinks? No, not tiddlywinks. Fiddling. I challenge you to a fiddling contest, and if I win, you let us go. Simon, what are you doing? You can't even fiddle. Have you not seen the pub's books? I don't mean like that. <laughs> you challenge me? That's what I said, horn boy. You deaf as well as ugly. Insolent mortal. Take that. Ow! Why did you hit me? Oh, sorry, all you humans look alike. Well, are you up for it? <laughs> Why not? You amuse me. Glad he reads us some. Come this way. Demon, follow. Yes, my liege! And here is my treasure fund. Thank you, Norman. That will be all. Okay, you evilness. Wait, your name's Norman? What of it? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, well, enjoy your laugh. <laughs> and I'll be seeing you later. Enough! Gentlemen, in here I keep all the things that man covets in his greed. I use it to point them. See, emeralds as big as your head. That's your head, Gary, not Simon's. Huh, cheap shot. And here are diamonds, gold, sapphires. Bloody hell! All the lost Doctor Who episodes! Yes, ha ha ha! I also have every Christmas episode of EastEnders playing on a loop for entertainment. Entertainment for who? This is hell. Or would you prefer to watch an animated show? I have Planet of the Apes or Star Trek. Wow, could you get any more cruel? Would anyone like to watch The Last Jedi? Ah! <laughs> Sorry, just my little joke. And over there, the reason we have come here, my golden fiddle. It's a bit ostentatious, isn't it? I wouldn't keep it in a treasure room if it wasn't. Oh, fair point. I'll never lift that. Fear not. I will shrink it to suit you, puny mortal. Now, are you ready? Age before beauty. Mm, take this. Okay, show me what you've got. Oh, no, no! Pull your trousers up, just play the fiddle, will you? Okay, so it's this way round, yeah? Simon! Relax! Whoops! Hang on, I had the bow the wrong way round. Listen, remember that time you said you could play any instrument by ear? Yeah. And then you rubbed that guitar against the side of your head? Yeah, so? And we ended up in hospital? Oh yeah, that really hurt. My ear was never the same. Well, if you mess this up, I will stick that fiddle where even a hospital will struggle to remove it. Relax, it'll be fine.
was... that was... incredible. Meh. I've played better. Well, you learn something new every day. I never knew you had a talent. Any talents. At all. I like to keep a few things back. Yeah, way back. Way, way back. Very well. You have bested me and never let it be said that I am not a demon of his world. Take my fiddle and be gone to the land of mortals. But mark my words, I will be seeing you both again. And soon. <laughs> I can't believe they beat you, my lord. But trust me, I shall never speak of this to anyone. Uh, back to the pit of torture, my lord! Norman? Yes, my liege? Give me the veggie burger. Whoa! Where are we? Oh my god, I'm back! I'm home! All the time, it was... We finally did it! You maniacs! You blew it up! Oh, god damn you! God damn you all to hell! Calm down. Nobody's blown anything up. We're not in Derby anymore. Oh, well where are we then? Not sure. The only thing I'm 100% positive on is that we're up a tree. Oh, okay. Wow, we're back. We beat Satan. You rescued me from the clutches of hell. Hey, the fiddle's gone. He didn't let me keep it. He cheated. Well, he is the devil. But I can't believe you came for me. Did you really miss me that much? This is not the word I'm thinking of. Friendship. That's the word you're trying to think of. We have an enduring friendship. Yeah. And it seems I'll be enduring your friendship for a long time to come. Hang on a minute. Where the hell has he landed us? All I can see from this treetop is jungle for hundreds of miles in any direction. I have no idea, but it's not Derby. Unless it's the Arboretum. I'm pretty sure the council couldn't afford anything this big. It's not an Arboretum, it's a bloody jungle! We could be halfway around the planet! Well, we won't have a problem getting home. Look what I swiped from the devil's treasure room while you were plucking about. <laughs> My god, there must be millions of pounds worth of jewels there! Yep, and as soon as we get down from this tree, we can live like kings. Yeah, how big can this jungle be anyway? Do you think there are lions? No, lions only roam the plains. Oh, huh, I didn't even know they could fly. Well, well, what lives in the jungle then? I think we're about to find out. Yep. But wherever we go, we'll go together. Yeah. Suppose there is a downside to everything. Come on. Where are we going? Um, in in this direction, I think. Why that direction? Yeah. It's as good as any. Listen, while we're walking, why don't I fill you in on another idea I've had for a podcast? Now we've finished Genesis. What do you mean, another idea? I learn more about Genesis than I ever, ever want to. What possibly makes you think I want to learn anything else about another band? I am quite happy being here. <laughs> you must live in a constant state of bliss then. No, 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 really. Listen, listen, it'll be great. Big new adventure, brave new world, new facts, maybe some interesting beers. Come on then, fearless leader. Tell me your grand new idea. I must have had a thought. <laughs> well, oh, I'm, yes. sure, I'm sure you had one once. No.
time, gentlemen, please.